I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, June the 7th. I hope you're having a great day. We are glad to be with you on the radio 95.9 FM. Uh, We welcome you, those that are listening on the radio app and those on the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. And then those that are watching on Facebook and YouTube today, we we are thankful to have you with us and I hope you also are doing well. Uh, We have had a great week so far. Uh, We have had our summer revival with Brother Joe Arthur Monday night and Tuesday night and tonight is the last night seven o'clock don't miss the service tonight Uh, we're looking forward to a great service we'll have our uh, pastor's pals will be dismissed from the service but we'll have everybody else in the auditorium and uh, it'll be some great preaching good great singing good fellowship and it'll be a sweet time together I hope you'll make plans to be with us tonight at seven o'clock If you cannot make it for some reason, you just cannot physically be here. I hope you tune in online. I hope you listen on the radio. And I hope you be blessed by the preaching of the Word of God tonight for the last night of our summer revival. Then let's pray for our teens. They're leaving out tomorrow morning with Brother Nathan and Miss Grace. And they will be going to Lake Waccamaw. And uh, they'll have about almost three days, not quite three days, two and a half days of teen retreat and pray for them. Pray God will bless them. Brother Mark Swanson and his wife, they'll be traveling. I'll be in prayer for them as uh, Brother Swanson will be preaching to our teens. And then this Sunday is Anniversary Sunday, and we've got a great day planned. We have the Webster family. Uh, They'll be with us. They'll be singing in all the services, and it's going to be a great time together. We're looking forward to what God has in store for us uh, this week. Looking forward to our time together right now uh, here on the uh, broadcast. A happy birthday today to Becky Askew. Happy birthday to Vonda Mills, and a happy birthday today to Natalie Suttmeyer. And we thank the Lord for you folks. Of course, Mrs. Askew, her husband, uh, Brother Wayne there, he's one of our deacons. And I thank the Lord for Mrs. Askew. She teaches one of our classes. And then Natalie Suttmeyer, she helps in our uh, bus ministry. She's one of our teachers in the school. And uh, here's a little information you may not know, but she actually helps us with the radio station. She comes in and does some work uh, for us with the radio. And so we're certainly thankful for her. And for all you ladies today, I hope you three ladies have a wonderful, a wonderful birthday. Let's be in prayer. Pray for our church. Uh, pray for our school. Let's pray for all of our ministries. Pray for our missionaries. Uh, let's pray for one another. We're going to go to a song. Here's a great song. It will be worth every mile of the trip. I think you'll enjoy this song. And after this song, we'll get into our Bible study. Uh, we are in the Gospel of Matthew. If you want to get your Bibles out, we'll be in Matthew chapter 6 right after this song.
Amen for that. And by the way, that's a true, that's a, a truth in that song that no matter what we go through down here, it will be worth it all when we see Jesus. Uh, the uh, passage of scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it says it like this. It says, uh, our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Uh, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. The things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And uh, the Bible says that the things we go through down here are considered light affliction compared to the glory and uh, compared to the rewards of eternity. And I'm thankful it will be worth it all. This last week, and I've, I've mentioned it on the radio, uh, I think Monday, but uh, my wife and I and our family, we uh, came back from Iowa where we'd been visiting family. We had a wonderful time. Uh, my wife and I had a wonderful time, but especially I feel like for the kids, they just got, had a wonderful time getting to uh, spend time with their cousins and they were out fishing and they were out uh, riding on golf carts and four-wheelers and all kinds of great stuff, catching frogs and turtles and you name it, uh, bonfires. I think one night I figured out one evening they had ice cream sandwiches. They had Icy Pops and they had s'mores all in the same night. You want to talk about sugar overload right there. Um, it's no wonder that they made it back, you know, with that sugar rush. But uh, we, were, we were coming back. And, of course, as you're planning your trip back, you know, the kids are usually disappointed. Like, oh, we don't want to go. And we've had so much fun. I think they were ready to get home. But in order to get home, there had to be a 1,000-mile a drive to get there. And it's actually a little bit more than 1,000 miles. I think it's like 1,078 or something like that. But that takes a long time. And uh, we were driving back, and we, we, we left not too early. We left about 7 o'clock in the morning. And we got home about 
3.15, the next morning. So it wasn't 24 hours, but it was about 20 hours total. And we stopped at, you know, gas station and we stopped to get food and stopped for a restroom, things like that. But it was pretty quick. And uh, we were getting back in about the last hour. So it's about two o'clock in the morning and uh, we get off on the interstate over by uh, 85 and Norlina. And, you know, we're driving that stretch through. It was really foggy last week. We were coming back through. But anyway, the, the, the three younger ones, they were done. I mean, they were especially uh, Micah and uh, Kylie. You know, they were, just, they were just done. They wanted to get out of that car. They had been traveling for a thousand miles, you know. And uh, so we're getting close to home and kind of getting everybody awake so that they could get in the house and, you know, get in their bed and, you know, trying to say, hey, we're, we're almost there. Boy, it's been great. And, and it was a long drive. But I said, I was trying to give a little pep talk to the kids. And I said, you know, I said, I know it was a long drive and we've been in the van a long time. Uh, but, you know, aren't you so glad we got to go? And aren't you so glad we had such a wonderful time? And aren't you glad that we got to? And I'm going, you know, through the whole list and trying to, trying to get the right answer out of them. And a few of the, the, the kids were like, yeah, yeah. And from the back seat, Kylie, loud. No! You know, I'm asking, aren't you glad we got to do it? And aren't you glad? Uh, no! She was done. She was fed up. She was ready to get out of that van. And, uh, you know, sometimes in the Christian life, I think sometimes we, we feel that way. But can I tell you, do not let the devil deceive you. Do not let Satan fool you uh, into thinking that it is not worth it to serve God because it is worth it. The Bible says that uh, our life is like a vapor that just appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. Life is so short, but we will spend for, forever. We will spend eternity with the Lord. And what a wonderful, what a glorious day uh, that's going to be when we are with the Lord. And I thank the Lord for that great promise and uh, for that great assurance that we have. Let's look in our Bibles today, Matthew chapter 6. We've been uh, looking at this passage, and we're getting into our series uh, of, of lessons on prayer. And we see in Matthew chapter 6, we see the model prayer. Some people call it the Lord's Prayer, but these are this is the pattern for how to pray. And we see in prayer that just as most tasks in life are accomplished systematically, the same is true with prayer. Prayer does not come naturally to men. It, it, it must be learned. Uh, we must practice prayer. Uh, we must determine to pray. Uh, we must work at it. Learning to pray includes knowledge of the laws governing prayer as well as experience gained in the practice of prayer. So, you need to know how to pray. You need to study the Bible. You need to say, what, what does God have to say about prayer? What do the great uh, heroes of the faith, what did they learn about prayer? I think it's good to read books. I mentioned the other day, you ought to read some books on, uh, by Andrew Murray. You ought to read some books by uh, Charles Spurgeon. Uh, read some books by E.M. Bounds. Read some, some great books on prayer. Here are people that will say, here's what the Bible says about prayer. But then there must be the practice. There must be the doing of prayer. Prayer must be nourished and cultivated if it is to grow. We would say the same about anything in life. You're not going to become a great builder if you never build. You're never going to become a great doctor if you don't practice medicine, if you don't uh, practice in that field, if you don't do something uh, in that field. Uh, a lawyer, 
you're not a great lawyer because you've got a piece of paper on the wall. You're going to have to practice law. And the same is true with prayer. It's not just knowing. It's not just talking about, but it is doing it. So why should we pray? That's a good question. I think it's a legitimate question. Why should we pray? Well, number one, I believe we should pray because Jesus calls us to pray. The Bible says that we should pray. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Pray without ceasing, we're commanded to pray. But number two, I believe we ought to pray because prayer works. Now, I can't always explain every single detail of how prayer works, but I know it works in my life. I've seen some specific answers to prayer. But can I tell you, sometimes when I haven't seen a specific answer to prayer, I've seen God work behind the scenes. I've seen God change hearts. I've seen God change lives. I've seen God change me. One man said it like this. There was a missionary to China and he shared his experience concerning prayer. He said, there would come into my spirit something that supported and helped steady me. It would give me confidence and assurance during that day. I'm not trying to be spooky here. I'm not trying to be mystical or talk about anything magical. I'm saying there's something real about prayer. And this missionary said, something came into my spirit that, that helped me. It gave me confidence. It gave me assurance. The missionary said, I can't explain it. But he said, I also can't explain how some of the food I ate for supper, how some of that food becomes brain, <laughs> some becomes blood, some becomes bone. He said, but I haven't stopped eating just because I can't explain it. And in the same way, I can't explain prayer. It is not in the realm of explanation or of logical proof, but it is in the realm of demonstration that prayer works. You know, there's a lot of things I can't explain, a lot of things you can't explain, but we know they work. And I'll tell you this, prayer works, number one, because God commands it, but number two, because we have seen the evidence of prayer and what it can do in our lives. Maybe you're listening today, and the fact that you got saved was because you had a praying mother or you had a praying father, or you had a, a praying grandmother or grandfather, or maybe it was a neighbor, maybe it was a coworker that prayed for you, maybe it was a pastor. I don't know who it was, but somebody prayed for you, and you are a living, a walking, talking miracle of God's grace because somebody prayed. When George W. Bush was the president of our nation, there was a man that went to Mr. Bush at a gathering and he said to the president, he said, Mr. President, I want you to know my mother is 90 years old and she prays for you every day. A tear came to the president's eyes as he took that man by the arm. He said, sir, you tell your dear mother two things for me. Number one, tell her it's working. And number two, tell her don't stop. And friend, I want to tell you, for those that are praying, I want to encourage you and I want to say, number one, it's working. And number two, don't stop. Uh, as a pastor, I, don't, I, I try not to ask for a lot on the radio. I try not to ask for a lot in services, but I would ask you to please pray. I need your prayers as a pastor. Brother Nathan is here. He's our youth pastor. He's our assistant pastor at the church. Uh, he needs your prayers. Uh, we need your prayers for the service tonight, Wednesday night, revival. We need your prayers for our teen retreat this week. We need your prayers for Sunday. We need your prayers that God would touch this radio station and use it for His honor and for His glory. We need prayers that God would continue to bless our church and do something great and, and to do something miraculous. Can I tell you, prayer works. God commands it, but number two, it works. And let's keep on praying. I hope you have a great day. 
and a good afternoon. We'll look forward to seeing you tonight at 7 o'clock for the last night of our summer revival with Brother Joe Arthur. God bless you. Have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.